What's up, everybody? It's one half of No Fold, Ezekiel here, to tell you that this last week when we recorded the episode, Matt's mic wasn't fully plugged in, so we didn't get any of his audio through the mic. So if it sounds like he's just sitting in a concrete box, it's because he is. So the audio is going to be a little bit scuffed, but we really enjoyed what we talked about, so we still wanted to put out the episode for you. So enjoy episode seven of the No Fold podcast. Roll the intro music. to the No Fold Podcast, no other than Zeke Sutton right here joining me. The greatest player podcast on the Milky Way. On the Milky Way. <laughs> How many galaxies are there? Um, more than we can comprehend. They're technically infinite because we haven't seen the edge of the universe and it's constantly expanding. But Matt Floyd, other co-host of the podcast, yes, as your dog barks. <sighs> yes, as you can hear behind us, nobody's just going off. Nova! Good girl. See, look at that. On command. You can just call out. Yeah, I have two dogs now. So, like, one wasn't enough. Um, we ended up getting a second one. Funny enough, it was uh, her actual brother. Real life brother. Same litter. Um, they're definitely, they're great together. But sometimes they go, like, National Geographic mode, is what I've, I call it. I've only seen them beat each other up. I don't know if that's great to you, but... They, they, they play fight a lot. They play a lot. It's like it's like if you if you would have like brothers and it's just like growing up you're like oh whatever dude like I'm gonna beat you and you're like no you're not and you're like boom and you like hit him like in the shoulder or something like that or you push him or it's like it's a constant like that's how they interact. They don't actually like bite bite. They don't try to like peel each other's skin off. It's just more of like they only have mouths because they don't have hands. So they're just like gnawing at each other and they both just show their teeth and stuff and it's just like but then the day they just fall back to sleep. But there is sometimes where it's like I, I said they go National Geographic mode. It's like all you see is like no cheek, just straight white teeth, like raised cheeks, raised hair, and it looks like just like born killers. And I'm like, oh my god, they're gonna kill each other. And then like five minutes later, they're falling asleep on top of each other. Wild, wild, wild. It is brutal. the wild here. I, would, I wouldn't know. Yeah, but hey, I mean Portland's been kind of up and down crazy with stuff going on, especially with the weather here. And then now, like, I feel like more and more homeless are coming here. And I didn't know about the homeless camp that's, like, right next to the highway, right where uh, Water Avenue is, like, where the uh, yeah. where we used to meet. Yeah, there's that, like, I took a video of it the other day. I was like, what is this? And it was, like, literally all these small little homes spaced out. It looked like, um, what's the alien movie with, like, uh, it's not Area 51, but it's, like, um, uh, District 9, where it was like all these little homes, and it's just like, they're just duggets, and it's like, I don't know if that's a human or not in that other building, but I'm not gonna go check it out, like, that's how they all look, but they're all like, like, weirdly placed six and a half feet or like ten feet apart from each other, all like different angles and stuff. It's what I mean, Portland out here, Portland passes a law like every year that's like, homeless, man, that's all we want here. Sure, paying, man. Paying rent? Exactly. Paying rent, who needs it? Free free for everybody. Like, bro, why aren't you out there on the streets, bro? It's, a little, it's, it's cheaper, bro. It's way cheaper. And that's like a that's like a good little, little like three hundred square feet or so. Like that's gotta be at least like six, seven hundred bucks somewhere downtown in another house, like in a one bedroom or something. So it's like crazy. And I'm like, why is this like Make sure to get your No Fold branded muzzles only at nofold.podcast forward slash store. We're going to get giant muzzles and it's just be like no barking, nothing's allowed. But I think it's just, it's kind of crazy. Like it has, this city has expanded and it's gotten so many more people in there, but it's just kind of like, it, I feel like we're on a wild bus ride and we don't really know who's going to jump on the bus with us until it's like the bus is packed out and it's like, where are we heading? And they're like, we don't know either. We're just going. And that's like, I feel like that's how the whole city of Portland is right now. It's just like, we're on a big roller coaster and it's fun, exciting, kind of scary. But then it's like, but like, who's driving? I don't know. We're just going this way because everyone else is doing this. <laughs> and that's why I'm on a different bus, bro. I got, I got plans. I got plans. Oh, got outs- plans. I got plans outside of Oregon. Yeah. Really? Yeah. They're coming. You'll figure it out. You can't just leave the people not like 
tell us something. We might we might have to do this podcast remote. That's all I'm saying. In the studio, which is two separate studios. This man, I swear. We tried to do a podcast. We really tried. I even stayed here. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do this podcast, I'm gonna do it with Zeke. Oh yeah, that's why you stayed I in Oregon. Really, yes. You could have. You, you had multi-million dollar deals. You just turned them all down. <laughs> I turned down left and right. Like, listen, three days I gotta in a start row. this podcast with this child. <laughs> I straight up had like a deal from Budweiser, and I was like, nah, I don't need that right now. Like, I've got bigger plans than you guys. So makes you know. sense. But, anyways, what are we gonna talk about today? Well, I feel like we're kind of like. Today on the No Fold Podcast, we're going to jump into the wacky world of influencer content creator collaborations because over the past two weeks, over the past two months, we've seen some crazy uh, crypto collabs, which we'll get into right away. But then from that, we thought, wow, there's actually been some really cool collabs that have been popping up in recent time uh i'd say over the past like two years that we're just like hey let's bring them up let's highlight them the good the bad the ugly kind of like uh what they do with like espn where it's like the one two three jeers and cheers it's like oh yeah you're great plays and then the other ones are like "Mm, that wasn't really that good sports yeah it's it's cool it's cool go ahead and start us off i want to i i know you sent me over a link it was about uh gucci and what was it uh roblox roblox gucci and roblox have you guys ever heard of roblox i never actually knew anything about roblox until you sent me a link how I, their stock just went public I, I it know, doubled I know, I know. i'm a millionaire now really no oh. i could be if i bought more roblox stock how much did you buy i think i bought one like how much are they now i think they, I think they started at like 50 and now they're like 115 or something it's like it's like the highest grossing game of like the past like two years. Though? Yeah. So we probably still need to buy. I mean, Gucci. And this isn't financial advice, so take it. But Gucci collabed with Roblox. So I know. I, I saw that. I saw that image, guys. If you don't understand what this is, Roblox is a game, virtual game. Virtual game. Yeah, it's like Sims. It's like uh. Actually, it's bigger. It, they called it the creator's economy. Because it's like, you can make a game, but you can also play games in there, right? Yep. So like, but the characters, they also said they kind of look like Legos, which I agree, they kind of do. They're kind of like more blocky, which is like robots, Roblox. I can see why they like were like, oh yeah, this will be fun. Yeah. But like, so you can make, they have built-in games in there that you can play, like mini games and stuff. Yeah, all player made. So oh, everyone makes okay. their own games and it's everything. There's a whole economy, like capitalist economy done through Robux. So Robux can be bought for real money and also sold for real money. So people will create these games with all these no perks way. and all this everything and people will spend hundreds of thousands of Robux, which equates to thousands of dollars to like get an advancement in a game or get a cool shirt or get a cool hat but like, and then the, you can sell this those. stuff though everybody mostly ages, children that's but, what i'm saying that's the scary part kids i mean kids are convincing their parents to buy them robux roblox is more of a, a as far as i can tell it's more of a younger kids game yeah i can tell like a bunch of younger kids like under 16 and under is like the like the average age for definitely roblox. for roblox yeah. but that's why it's interesting that you see gucci jumping in and doing a huge collab so they made their own world mm-hmm. they made their own i think it was like a like a garden and you could go in and exclusively on i think it was like in mid-may they sold like gucci stuff so you could buy clothes you could buy headbands you could buy oh, wow. like bags and stuff and within the same day, like the bags were reselling. They were like 20 bucks to start out with. They were reselling for like thousands of dollars. Like average price is like 1500 bucks. And kids are buying this stuff? Yeah. How? That just hurts my head, dude. I mean, the top grossing game on there is like, like you adopt a baby and then you have to like grow it to be a like a full-fledged adult so like do these kids 
I want to interview like one of these like popular creators on Roblox. He's probably like a kid. And I'd be like, yo. There is a lot of kids that are like mod 3D modelers and game makers and all that I stuff. Yeah. Like, how? What? What is their perception of reality like if they're so young? Because they don't really know what like bills and like. Maybe they do, I don't know. But I just feel like at their age... Depending on the Roblox game you play, they know about bills. Yeah, I know. But like, but what's the like... There's no, um, there's no negative. Like, think about it. It's like, oh, like, I didn't pay my Roblox this month. Is there people in the game that come and like arrest you if you don't pay stuff? I think... I bet I don't I don't know the exact like EULA stuff. Like is it like Grand Theft Auto where it's like, oh yeah, like you do something and the police are after you and you're like, oh let me get on the road. Oh hundred percent. There's probably like a Grand Theft Auto type game and you can get in jail and have to pay like Robux, which are digital currency that you pay with real money in order to get out. Jeez. Or you have to stay in there a certain amount of date. Like there's a lot of you know like Clash of Clans, like yeah. those type of games. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, yeah, you have to wait seven days or buy gems and then you can get it right now. Like, that's a lot of games in Roblox are that same way. Dude, I swear, like, the, this next generation, if I think Roblox is going to, like, continue to, like, blow up. It doesn't seem like it's going to go down. No like, way. Like, there's no really end in sight for something like this, especially how fast it's grown in a matter of, like, months. Yeah. Because has it been around for months or has it been around for a while? Roblox has been around for the last decade. Yeah, yeah. I used to play it back in the day. So wait, 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 wait. It's been around for a decade and we're now just like realizing what it is? Like did they were like, yo, let's like make a 2.0 version. Like is this going to be better? Like what? Why? Same game. Everything is relatively the same. I mean, as far as... What like made it pop off? Basically like a lot of... From from what I can understand, a lot of... So, like, Minecraft spiked back in, like, 2016, 2017. Yeah. Then it dipped really bad. Okay. And I think people left Minecraft. Some of them started to play Roblox. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of those, like, now Minecraft turned child content creators started to push a lot of Roblox content, which caused Roblox to blow up exponentially to almost... Not even... Not really close, but to like Minecraft level of like everyone knows that it exists. Holy crap. Yeah. Dang. Like Roblox is, uh, I don't know the exact number, but I think it was in the top five for most viewed games of 2020. Jeez. Yeah. I've never, top five or top 10, one of the two. never heard of it until like, well, actually I've heard of it, but I didn't know what it was. I've heard the name and I was like, Oh, Okay, cool. But, like, I never really researched it because it was never, like, well off enough to want me or to have me want to research it. I was just yeah. like, oh, yeah, I just heard of the term. But I didn't, I knew it was a game, but that was, like, it. Not that it's, like, taking over. The oh, it's a multi-billion dollar company. Jeez. I don't remember if it's, like, if it's either six or 60 billion when they went public. So, like, in a nutshell... This is a game that's going to continue to evolve. What's next for, like, grants? Like, I feel like there's going to be more and more, like, who's the next Gucci? I, well, a lot of brands will collab with, like, creators and stuff to make, like, worlds or stuff like, mm -hmm. um, like, In the Heights. You know that movie? Mm -hmm. They did a Roblox world. Um, you could, like, go into, like, a train and like a subway train and there was like the trailer playing on the wall and you could watch it and it was like available for like a month or something to like promo the movie wow dude this is this is literally the movie ready player one yeah, sort of yeah it's like in it's like, like super interactive yeah. promos everything's shy of like having a vr suit on yeah like everything else is like you can do whatever you want there you can be whoever you want sure you can go wherever you want well, i mean you like you know like you know, well, since we're talking on collaborations, did you know about like the Travis Scott Fortnite thing? You had to have known yes, about yeah, that. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, everyone knew, but like that's the same thing. Like, like you literally got an experience. I was only there for I think it was two days, but like a whole experience, and you got to like be there and witness it. And it was like they literally like changed the entire game just for this one event to happen. And yeah. it's like. The integration into like how brands are recognizing that like integrating into games is like really, really important 
because you're able to like tell a story or convince a yeah. like someone who's like on the fence about whatever you're doing to like become a person like imagine like some kid 12 year old kid buys a little gucci bag uh and he's like running around with it and what then if somebody steals that that's my you thought. can't. It's it's stuck in your inventory. No one can like steal it unless they scam you for it. Wait, wait, wait. So like in the game, no one can just like run up on someone else and be like, "Yo." No, it's on. your item. You bought it. It's yours. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's like whatever you have in that game, you can't lose. Yeah, you can sell it. You can sell it, but you don't like. No one can just yeah. take it. Oh, okay. I was thinking it was like rogue, like anything and everything is. Like, whatever you want to do. That's where I was like, how is people not, like, trying to kill each other or, like, taking shit like that and knowing that's like, yo, that's a Gucci handbag. Let me grab that. Like, will it ever get to that point? I mean, there's, it's an economy. It's a capitalist society. People will find ways to, like, trick people into trading stuff, really expensive stuff or useless stuff. And I feel bad for the kids, man. I mean, yeah, that stuff happens all the time, especially Roblox, Minecraft, like, all that sort of stuff. That happens a lot in Fortnite, too. But yeah, like, like we're gonna see a lot of like brands, especially like like brands that are like looking to reach children or like children's movies collaborate. New audiences, yeah. Yeah, like Disney will be like, "Hey, go check out our like Disney World for our upcoming movie," or like all that stuff, and be able to play it. And you'll see like people will just play it because they think it's cool. Dude, when when do you think the the suits are gonna happen? Like full body VR. Um, like it's there like we're on the cusp of it because like what roblox is like the explanation of it is literally like the cusp of like the next move which is just like full haptic suits and then you just literally put a helmet on you're in a whole other world you're like oh wait that's that's roblox i think that would be like a long i'd say probably 10 years out but like the idea of like being totally immersed like you're not just looking at a screen but like vr experience type stuff probably next two years yeah because like with the introduction of the oculus and stuff like or not the introduction oculus has been around forever but with facebook acquiring it and then releasing the oculus quest 2 which is 300 bucks like insanely cheap for what it is like like they're probably losing money on it oh yeah I think Facebook's been losing money since day one. But yeah. Somehow they still make money. Yeah. Crazy. They're weird. Yeah. But in the next, <laughs> I think in the next two years though, because what'll happen is people will realize Facebook sus, and then they won't buy the Oculus anymore, and then someone else will have to make something that can compete with it, and then we'll see like a new wave of something. yeah, like something where you can like create your own worlds, and brands will be like, yo, like. Like, customize your suit. Exactly. Like imagine you were thinking of going to Disneyland. Because you saw that there was Star Wars world, right? But then you could just hop into VR and you could do like a trial version of the world to see if you would enjoy it. Oh, that's good. You know, like something like that. Or you see a new ride and you want to try it. It's like, yeah, we'll give you like 30 seconds of the ride and then just like cuts. And you're like, that's it. Yeah. It's like you don't get the whole experience yeah. of like being there and the sights and the sounds, but like you get a little, little taste. Yeah, of like a little you- dopamine dump. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. I mean, that's, dude, that's going to be the future, which is wild to think about. Because, like, I remember always, like, watching movies, and I'm like, oh, yeah, like, iRobot, or this game, or something futuristic. And you're like, that's cool, but, like, that's going to be a while. Now it's like, yo, this is going to be happening in the next, like, 10 years. Yeah. Easily, this stuff's going to happen. And I think, like, brands are, like, they're, some of them are getting it and they're like, yo, like Gucci. It's like, yo, like we're not really in tune with the younger audience because like we're kind of like old school still. So like how do we become more kid-like? And it's like, yo, put yourselves in a video game, which is I feel like other like um, what was your uh, – I mean the other article talked about like maybe a little bit more like it's a little bit more sus, but like esports in general, like knowing that there's brands and collaborations happening like each – each year, more and more companies and brands are like, let's go to esports or let's go to gaming. Let's yeah. They, they know that's where it's at and it's not going away. I mean, I think you see like Gucci from, I mean, just me looking around is probably like picking their cards really smart. And like, I mean, Roblox, one thing, they've done a couple other, but like, like, like you said, esports, like, I think in the next two days, I think it's the 17th, is. Gucci's collab with 100 Thieves. Mm-hmm. 
which is 100 Thieves, which has been a streetwear brand slash gaming company for years. Yeah. But this is their first ever collab with anybody. Mm-hmm. And they're doing it with Gucci. Thought was really interesting. Don't know how deep you got into the article. Um, but a hundred, or in order to buy the 100 Thieves X Gucci, you have to make a My Gucci account and you can only buy it from Gucci's website. So it's not accessible on 100 Thieves, which I thought was really interesting. So they're literally, if you know anything about marketing. How much did they pay them? Who knows? But they if you, had to pay them a, a lot. lot I, bet it was, I bet it wasn't too much. I bet it was a fair bit, but it's also like Nade Shot. <laughs> like he loves streetwear. So he's like, no way, Gucci? Okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. We'll it. But I think it's yeah. so genius because like marketing stuff, it's literally just them going, okay, we want this entire audience with us so they're literally just like that's the big pull is they're like pulling them forcing all these people if you really want to buy our stuff to resell it you have to make the my gucci yeah. you have to sign up to the email list you i just imagine so like i think more business minded so i'm like i'm thinking like at gucci headquarters wherever it's at in the world there's that one guy or girl that's like i got this idea i gotta go present it to the board and it's like a board's a bunch of old people and they walk in there and they're like so i got this idea video games and they're like I don't know and he's like but wait 100 thieves collab but wait we give them a shit ton of money (laughs) but wait they purchased everything through us and they're like why have we thought of this and they all like meet around the table and they're like everyone vote everyone vote and it's like I'm I'm making this up so Gucci if you're way younger and way cooler awesome I'm just thinking in my head that one person that's just like I'm gonna take a chance. I don't know if it's gonna work. I bet it is. I no, bet it's I'm like a small group. Probably gonna get fired for this. It's just like, shoot. yeah. It's like, okay, let's actually. It's not a bad idea. Let's roll it out. And they're like, oh my god, I still have my job. Yeah. <laughs> like, I bet. Yeah, Gucci's trying to just like do those like subtle like break-ins to like figure out stuff. I would. Yeah. I mean, they're such an old company, but they're loaded. So it's like I don't. I I I see like um. Uh, Dolce and Gabbana. I see. Uh, I mean, I even see Supreme. I haven't heard of Supreme in a minute. And like, what's stopping them from being like, "Yo, let's make some like Supreme wear on here and like do a full collab on stuff." Like, I just it's just gonna continue to like evolve to the point where it's like, what's 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 um more real, real American or currency, real money or Robux? Yeah. Like, there's going to be that point in the road, and it's going to be scary. Because then it's like, so wait, digital money, real money, what's actually more valuable? That's going to get wild. And when that shit hits the fan, yo. True. But but speaking of terrifying things that involve digital money is is the topic of collapse. I know. Wow. Probably your best one yet. Yeah, I know. I'm just impressed with myself. Influencer crypto scams. There is. I'm calling them all scams because there's not a single positive one. Canceled, canceled, canceled. Exactly. For all y'all that don't know. For the past, like, I'd say since the start of 2021, everybody and their mother that has a following on Twitter. And a cat. Exactly. Is promoting any sort of crypto. And, like, for, you know, the whole Soldier Boy thing? Yep. Soldier Boy, like, accidentally leaked, like, copy-pasted a DM (laughs) when he sent out his, like, mark or his ad. And it just said, like... Uh, they get it up to 240k you get 24k and everyone exposed him because it was a pump and dump you're looking at all of these other creators like aiden ross came out with a thing and he said and I, i was reading up on it when i was doing research for this podcast he came out and talked about how he promoted the coin uh, he got. He said that he got a paid a frick ton of money for it. That's why he did it. But he hopes nobody bought it. <laughs> I was like, first of all, the one to take the money. Dude, his his. Uh, I've heard his um, following, his fan base is wild. They're toxic. Yeah, that's what I've heard. So many people are like, they're really really bad, and I'm like, how is that possible? But they're like, yeah, he like supports them. I say supports them. He's like, guys, kind of simmer down. But I feel like even he can't even control his popularity now and his fan base. Like they're just, there's definitely something we could get into in another episode of yeah. like influence. 
I feel like 2020 was the year where influencers were handed uncontrollable fan bases. So might have to bring that up on a podcast. Um, but yeah, like all of these different people are promoting coins, whether or not be you see someone promote a coin, Tana Mojo promotes a coin and she goes, I don't know. Uh, wait, 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 what's it called? We're a family friendly podcast, except for last episode. Just if you have kids, don't listen to that. Oh, who made that executive decision? <laughs> um, we both did up until last episode where I swear I was on a boat with a sailor. <laughs> Well, because I thought it was like more of just our entertainment, not family friendly. Like it was more it's like their entertainment. Yeah, but like what happens if a nice little fourteen-year-old boy is wondering how to not bro, fold? Fourteen. I think the I think they were listening. Fourteen. We talked about Tana Mojo. You know how many fourteen-year-old boys loved hearing about Tana Mojo? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, like a little curse word. I think they've heard a curse. Maybe, maybe. Like, if they were eight, yes. But 14? Dude, but these Ryan, kids know I have more Ryan, than I did. Ryan's toy reviews lined up for the podcast, and his dad said, if we swear one more time, he's not coming. He's not coming. They'll turn their private jet around, bro. You don't understand. Okay, they're out of here. It's like, yeah, we just cut that deal in half. We lose out. We lose out on our own special collab. <laughs> But yeah, so Tana Mojo promoted a coin, said, oh, look, mine, <laughs> mine, my, my coin rose up, or wasn't hers, but like the coin I promoted rose so much up, I was able to buy this Rolls Royce, so you go buy the coin and you get a Rolls Royce too. Like, Why? and the biggest one, the absolute biggest one that's been going crazy for the last oh. two weeks of absolute crypto scams is the phase people, yep. which is mostly, if you know, back in the day, wow, I feel, I feel old saying this, not really, but the Clout House. You feel old. Like that 2017, like Rice Gum, Summer Ray, looking at like now known as Fraser K, rest in peace, your face, shouldn't have scammed everybody. But like basically what happened yeah, is there was this coin called Save the Kids and it was a crypto that people were going to buy into. And the way it worked is it had a tax on it. Yep. So for a percentage of sales, I think it was like a couple percentage went to this. But a couple percentage was donated to charity. Mm -hmm. What had happened, though, is all these influencers had promoted the coin. Rice Gum, Summer Ray, Phase Tico, Phase Jarvis, Phase Nikon. And finally, no longer Phase K. Um... They had promoted it, and within 24 hours, uh, it had, it yeah, it shot up to, like, really high up prices, but then it was found out about a week later that within 24 hours, almost everyone who promoted the coin sold everything they owned of the coin. Now the coin's worth nothing, and people are, like, this close uh, to facing jail time, and... It could be really Does bad. Does that money ever get donated? Not really. Yeah, I thought like the percentage of it like went no one into really their knows. own pocket. Yeah. So like basically these people essentially got the weirdest brand deal payment because they got this coin, got like fifty to sixty thousand dollars worth, and then sold it all. So they made they took it and just turned it into cash. But because of crypto being, you know, like decentralized and public, people were just able to find their wallets, look them up, and be like, oh look, there you go, you sold it. And they got exposed like that's true, man. That. Digital wallets. People are like, oh yeah, it's very secure. Yeah, it's secure, but it's also like you said, decentralized. It's public. Yeah. You can find it. Eas <laughs> easily. But yeah, like phase Fraser K, Phase K was like F absolutely just <laughs> yeah, F seriously, F you. Um <laughs> but like he was absolutely destroyed because if you like look into his Twitter history, Mans was promoting like a new coin every week. Like, hey guys, I'm all in on Moon Fort Worth coin. Like, like just any coin you could think of, any name. Just like, who is these people making the coins and hitting them up? I want to know them. They're just like they just will like. It's just people with just like any understanding of the crypto market will just make a coin that just has like Moon or something in the name. So it'll be like Bit Moon or Moon Dog or Shiba Shiba Moon. 
or moon rocket. Moon rocket. That's like, another one. Literally like any coin you could think of as long as it's going to the moon. And then they'll just hit up these influencers and be like, hey, you make more money if you tell people to go buy it. And like it's just been nuts. And the FCC can't do anything because this is the first time something like this has ever happened. Yeah. So people are walking away with like hundreds of thousands of dollars of just like pumping and dumping coins. Like I don't know if you keep up with Cody Co. But I guess since we're not a family-friendly podcast, Cody Co. Yeah. came out with a video about crypto scams. Mm-hmm. Um, and he mentioned uh, a coin called Elon Sperm, which was a complete joke coin. And just because he mentioned it, it shot up 400 times. Gee. The market value. And so, like, People just because he mentioned it, pumped it. He didn't have any money in it. He didn't buy it. He didn't do anything. But it just like, yeah, he just mentioned it because he thought it was funny. And then he made a follow-up video where he mentioned that it shot up exponent, like insane shoot up because people are just trying to like basically gamble. That's what I'm saying. Are they doing the whole pump and dump method also? Like, yeah, yeah basically like people are just know, finding like, out. No, they just like, hey, it's like 24 hours. And then they're like, okay, cool, and pull. And it's just like, they're pulling the trap door out. And it's just like, everything's gone. Exactly. That's why it's called a rug pull. That's why the actual term for it. Yeah, you're fine. Like, all these people are just like, basically crypto, this altcoin thing, outside of like, the actual ones you should like, buy, not financial advice, but there's like the Bitcoins, Dogecoin is now more stable, and all those, like, Altcoins are literally just pumping them. It it doesn't matter which one. It's like all of them are literally just people are trying to convince other people. Yeah. I found like in all my research also it is. It literally is. There's like Discord groups that will tell people to buy coins just so that they can pump them. They'll buy them early, then tell people to buy them. So they shoot up and they sell and then they go back down. Dude, has anyone anyone ever seen The Wolf of Wall Street? It's literally, yeah. That's literally what's going on. It is. Like, but none of it's illegal, which is the crazy part. Yeah, that's... Mm-hmm. Like, there's... Because of the fact that it's all decentralized, you can just... You can... In the span of three days, you can make a coin, tell people to buy the coin, make $100,000 off the coin, and then cut the coin off the face of the internet. Would you do it? No. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's like... That's the funniest thing. Like, Phase K, Fraser K, whatever, don't care. Lost. Yeah, exactly. Lost, like, his entire career. Man's made millions of dollars, like, with Phase. He was one of the founding members, from what I understand. Lost his entire career over, I think, like, 300 grand worth of these pump and dump schemes, which for him isn't much. The man makes millions a year. So it's like crazy to think about like how quickly people just see, oh, you can make a bag and they just go for it. And then like it, like they get screwed over. Dude, I feel like this is just like also the beginning of that whole like phase of pump and dumps, quick cash schemes, like quick money schemes. Like it's going to get crazier and crazier to the point where it's like, oh yeah, like that happened. We're like, it's already been done. Similar to like this, like this has already been done. Just with penny shares and like exposing prices, yeah. not in a digital currency. So like this is the same kind of method, just in a different universe. So it's legal somehow. Exactly, because digital currency doesn't have any insider trading regulations, doesn't have, that's why it's called a pump and dump scheme and not a pump and dump scam, because it's a scheme because of the fact that unless you can prove in like writing or voice that the person is like, we're just gonna pump this and dump this, it's just like a scheme. Yeah. But like there that's why you see all these tweets of like, oh buy this coin. You can't do that with like a like Nike. You can't be like, guys, they're coming out with the most innovative shoe. You need to go buy it. That's insider trading. You'll get arrested. Yeah. But like crypto, you can be like, guys, this coin's coming out. It's about to change the game. Go buy it. And like people buy it and they leave. That's why there's insider trading stuff. Jeez, dude. 
But That's it's wild. technically a collab because these people collab for 24 to 48 hours, then leave and act like they were never there. <laughs> Bro, is it a collab or is it like a 7-Eleven meetup of like, here you go, and they're like, here you go. It's like, all right, cool. And everyone see you again. You're like, all right, cool. Perfect. <laughs> Literally. Done doing business. It's Literally, like, that's why I feel like it's, it's like a sponsorship meetup. collab type. Like, oh, it's. But so much, like, so much sus and so much sketchiness behind everything that you're like, Dude, you yes, know, you know, if an influencer thing is sketch, if people just bring it up in conversation as a joke, like, what were you doing with your week today, person with over a million subscribers? Oh, you know me, bro. I was just uh, pumping and dumping a crypto, <laughs> like trying to save children, and you know, you know how it is. You know how it is. You know how it is. <laughs> like, like, it's like. If they're making fun of these people who they are literally co-workers with in some regard, like, uh, it's, that's bad. I mean, but then you gotta look at also, like, the flip side of collabs. Like, we're looking at, like, a collab just, like, in general, like, economy with not only, like, currency, digital, art. It's, like, we're actually working back into, like, music. Like, a lot of artists have been starting to collab. And it's become a thing where it's, like, for a while, it was, like, oh, like, it was a lot of hit singles. Or, like, if you had, like, a good streak and stuff. Now it's, like, who do you have on your album? And, like, that's becoming a thing. Like, I know uh, the biggest, like, the artist that's been doing a lot of collabs right now, like, Kid Leroy with, like, Justin Bieber. Did, like, his collab on his album. And then he was, like, you know what? Come over here and do this song with me. And it's, like, blowing up right now. And I think it's really cool because it's like, oh, wow, it's like a whole different side of music and collaborations that have done in the past, but it's been kind of like more of like, oh, this person made this song, not this, this, and this person. Like the only one that's truly done it always in the past, DJ Kelly. Every time. I mean, that's this whole, that's that's this whole thing. Does. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. But that's the only one. It wasn't like there was a lot of good mashups that you're like, oh my God, like, that's really good. Rock music does it because it has a lot of like good like ways to like segue into like different instruments and different sounds. But like, especially like hip hop and stuff, it's like, wow, like there's been a lot of collabs, especially within like certain industries that are just like all like all you do now is you don't hear that one name on a song anymore. It's like this person, this person, this person. Yeah. Every time. Those are the big hits. Not like, oh yeah, who made that big hit? And it was like, oh yeah, that one person. It's like, no, it's not happening. I mean, I think you see the value in collabs because, I mean, for one, I feel like, especially like Kid Leroy and Justin Bieber, it's very much like a taken under the wing sort of thing. Like, I'm going to help you out kind of thing. Um, Dude, they would have so much fun too. Yeah, exactly. It's it's like they're brothers. Yeah. But like, I think a lot of also like another like thing that's really important about like music collabs it's like I feel like when people are trying to like switch up the game of like what their box is, they'll collab with someone who's kind of different. Mm-hmm. Like, did you hear about like Tyler the Creator's newest album? Yeah, it just came out. Oh no! Um, I'm totally spacing Holy the name. Crap, dude! I didn't know that guy still was doing music. I thought he was. Oh, it's "Call Me If You Get Lost." Um, but he just came out with an I'm album. Not play anything, so. <laughs> yeah, but. So, uh, just came out with an album, 2021, has like, I think about 16 to 18 songs on it. Yeah. And. What the heck? The song, um, so he came out with a song called What's Your Name? Uh Uh-huh. Um, and on the track, it was him and one other guy. They did the collab together. Mm -hmm. Then you're listening to it and all of a sudden, guy out of the blue comes out of nowhere. And you're like, who is this? Come to find out that it like people found out super fast. It was NBA Youngboy, which he's now in there um, as Youngboy never broke again. But people like he was they, he was never listed in it to begin with because I think Tyler knew it'd be funny. But then also NBA Youngboy, it's a very different song for him very different thing for him to be on so to not be in it and to be recognized people are going oh look at him he's switching up so like people like to see that so it's almost a way for him to like reinvent himself and to try something new on someone else's track oh okay i'll have to listen to that album dude he's wild. it's a super sick like all i was listening to it i haven't finished it all the way through but like all the songs like just like go like there is like no stop no start no end like they just mesh perfectly into each other 
Like you could listen to it from start to back and you can't like pinpoint when one start one song starts and when another one ends. No way. It's really cool. Dude. That's sick. I also like how he did all of his songs in all caps. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's in all caps. Like he's yelling. Yeah. And like what's your name is literally like W U S Y A N A M E. Like what's your name? Yeah, all is like one word. I was like, what is this? Because when you said that I'm like I don't see what's your name on here. I'm like, God, that shows me how like on un- street person I am. I'm like, oh, what's your name? Oh, okay. I also think it's funny in that album. Every single song has "Call Me If You Get Lost." Someone's someone says it in there, uh, but yeah, yeah like like a, a lot of you see that too. Like KSI, don't know if you follow his stuff, but a lot of his like music career was started off of collabs. It allowed him to like try different things, to sing here, to rap here, to do other things. And then he finally came out with his own song and it's like his best performing song. That's just him because he was able to like kind of test the waters and pull in these big people. Yeah. And you got to have like a couple of songs that are just yours. But I think it's just so cool how like the new wave, like you look at the top 100 songs and it's very rare that it's just a song by one artist. Like all of them are collaborations, whether it be different genres, different people within that genre. Like there's a lot of people just working together on stuff rather than being like, yo, I'm going to make this whole album just me. Like the days that Eminem just like doing his whole album without anybody being on it are like far from like not happening again. Because it's just like it does. It's not sustainable. And I think they are. Honestly, I think they have a lot of fun. Yeah. Every time they do a collab, it looks like a dope time. And I'm like, you. I wish I could do music because I'd be like, yeah, I'd be doing that all the time. I'd be like, yo, Drake, you want to do a song? I got a hook for you. I think it's going to be pretty sick. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'll be down in my jet. I'm like, Did you hear about the Drake song? I don't remember who was on it. Um, but it just came out and in the guy's verse he roasts Drake on Drake's song on his own song I'm like dude this is wild this is, this is iconic yeah that's a collab I want to be a part of you, and you know when they wrote that he's gonna be like man that's good yeah this is gonna be good he just hops in the studio and he's like what did he just say yeah yeah like it's like uh, there's and TikTok has done such a great job with boosting people's songs yeah like so good because like all of the um, music covers and the challenges and like the for you pages have really picked out like the best hooks of these songs to just blow them up to the next level. Like if it's a, it's one thing if it's a popular song, it's another thing if it's a TikTok song. Yeah. Because then people are just like, oh my God, I've heard that. Or it's like, usually what happens is they hear the hook, but then I'm like, I've heard that, but what song is that? And I go look for it on Spotify or I try to sing like the melody and I type it in on Google and I'm like, oh, that's that song. Then you go listen to the whole song. Dude, that's like a win-win for everyone. The artist, the company, and like TikTok in general. It's just like blowing up. So I think that's like super cool to see like collaborations in that aspect happening compared to just like scammy, sus, digital currency. Like it's not going away, sadly, but like it is what it is. Yeah, I think the coolest thing about collaborations to kind of wrap us up like i think the coolest thing about collaborations is it allows for like these worlds to feel communal Mm -hmm. like it allows for like gucci and a hundred thieves yes they're both in streetwear but like for them to collaborate it's now like whenever a hundred thieves like you're like hmm what do i do it's like oh yeah a hundred thieves is friends with gucci or like oh yeah justin bieber's been on a dan and shay song Like, he's a country singer now, I guess. Yeah. Like, it just, like, it blends everything together. And that's, like, really cool how you see, like, the collaborations of, like, two titans doing something together. Or, like, a titan pulling someone underneath their wing. Yeah. You know, like, stuff like that's cool. Like, uh, Kane Brown did uh, a song with Black Bear. And yeah. Like, uh, I can't remember the name of the song, but it's, like, super good. And I'm like, whoa, like, even knowing Kane, I'm like, dude, like, how, like, that's crazy to think that... He started it all in country music, and now he's doing songs with, like, Marshmallow. He's doing songs with uh, Bear. He's doing songs with, like, other Swali, yeah. Like, literally, like, all these people that you're like, this is so cool. And it sounds really good. It's just different. It's not like your old, like, just guitar, drums. It's, like, pop sounds, EDM beats and stuff. And I'm like, dude, this is sick. Like, it's just going to continue to evolve to the point where it's going to be, like, 
wild, wild mashups. And then TikTok's going to find them, and then people on TikTok are going to start mashing up more songs. I mean, yeah, I remember when um, there's a guy I follow. He doesn't release music very often, but his name's like Jake. Um, and he did a song. It was like a two-minute song because it blew up on TikTok because it was like a... He was the guy that did like the uh, My Mom Makes a Super Sick Beat. But yeah, he did a song. I don't remember what the story or how he got there was, but I think Charlie Puth was like just starting on TikTok. Yep. And he was like, Charlie, you should jump on my track. And now it's actually a track on Spotify that him and Charlie did a remix of his That's song. Wild. Yeah. And now that guy's done a song with like Galantis too. There's like a huge EDM group. One person, I don't know, EDM is so cryptic. But I just remember Galantis as like two cats. Yeah. But like it's it's crazy to like recognize the like like people see the value in like collabing together. Like even like Charlie Puth, I was thinking about it today. Like, you know the song that like, we don't talk anymore? Like, yes, Selena Gomez has always been popping, but that was like her basically being like okay, I'm really done with Disney. I really am moving into a new place. And then for her to do that song was like basically her solidifying herself in music again. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that literally would not have happened if she wouldn't have collaborated with Charlie Puth, who was just coming off of the Fast and Furious song. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's genius. Yeah. Had she had tried it alone, it wouldn't have worked. No, yeah, it wouldn't have been the same effect. Yeah. Like, I think it's like, there's, there's power in numbers. Yeah. So it's like if you have a couple of people that are doing the same thing but in a different lane but they're still moving forward with their career, you know, like latch on. Be like, it's going to be a crazy ride because all you guys are just going to grow. Exactly. I mean, like, we're still talking about music, but I mean, like, you look at, like, Travis Scott, any, like, regular thing you think of, I'm like, oh, I want to go to McDonald's. I want to play Fortnite. I want to, like, wear my Nikes. Travis Scott has been there. Yeah. Like, I want to have a meal. What? <laughs> At a major restaurant around the world. Like, not like a local mom and pop. Like, yo, I want this meal on the one of the most popular fast food restaurants of all time. Yeah. Like an absolute what? genius. Yeah. Like, Crazy. With his collabs of just like, I think that's the, I think Travis Scott like really exemplifies the value of a collab. Is like you think of one person and it makes you think of them, it makes you think of another person. You think of Gucci now, you're gonna think of a hundred thieves. Mm -hmm. And Gucci's win is when you think of a hundred thieves, you're gonna think of Gucci. Yep. You know? Like and you can like link it to so many different things. Like you look at like skaters back in the day, still now, but more prominent back in like the late nineties of getting sponsored. Yep. It's like you think of a certain skate brand, you think of a skater, you think of Birdhouse, you think of Tony Hawk, you think of like all these different things like they get value in collaborations i think we're seeing that more and more and more now yeah. whereas like i feel only like as of like four or five years ago people were like i'm in my own lane or it's like you make a group said, yeah it was very rare like it was like collaborations were like that one song on the whole album the rest of it was like all done by yeah or even like youtubers like collaborations felt very like inorganic it was like, hey, guys, today I'm partnering with popular creator that's in my same niche because we're going to make money. Exactly. Yeah. You can tell it's the money. Yeah. Whereas now it's, yeah. But now it's like you see like YouTubers collaborating because it's funny to do like stuff of just like. Exactly. Like what if Logan Paul did my makeup, you know, or like all these different things. Like I remember uh, like channel that shall not be named. It's black and white. If you know, you know, they did um, a army military course with James Charles. James Charles is, has nothing to do with any of that. It was their most viewed video on the channel by 5 million views. Oh yeah. 100%. Because of the, just like the fact of like a really good collab is like taking someone who people think is like, prominent and then putting them in a situation yeah so matt to wrap up the podcast in the topic of collaborations what do you think would be the ideal no full collab could be a person could be a group could be a brand yeah that's a good one i think in the terms of like no fold if we could do something I want to do something with a late night TV host or late night. Yeah. Late night TV host. So like if we get like Jimmy Kimmel or like Conan O'Brien, 
like someone that's just like really like prominently known but known like in the aspect of like not they're cool but they're not within like the now like the digital stuff they're more like tv but they are using youtube they are cutting the socials but like if we did something like with them would be big and i think that'd be really cool to like have someone like that that's prominent with the older generation or even like mid-tier generation doing a collab similar like gucci did with the young kids yeah like, something that we could do like a, a game show or like a weekly thing on digital on socials that's like engaging younger audiences to partake in it and be like an actual like um like a like a like a game show and it's like hey you're the, you're you're the you're the person like it's on you now all right what are you gonna do and it's like a face to face interaction through digital I think that would be so much fun and you could like they're really talented all of those late night hosts are so talented so it's like you're not gonna have like a bad episode you're not gonna have like a bad run they're like really good at being on the spot and just creating funny stuff yeah so i guess yeah i would think that'd be really fun it'd be super unique because i haven't seen anyone do that yet at least like not yet so yeah but that's my idea i think that'd be really fun sick what about you hear me out (laughs) i think we out of all the episodes we've done i think you've made that noise on every single one um we do we do a collaboration like uh no fold X. I'm talking full collaboration with Uno. We do a custom deck, a custom game mode, and we're able to host like a super epic Uno tournament with our cards. Because it's like not crazy poker, but like it's still a no full mentality. You don't want to be telling, you don't want to be showing off what cards you have, what colors you have. I like that. I kind of see. I I dig that. I think it would be fun, especially if you made like a limited drop. Exactly. Only so many pieces, only so many games or so many cards can be sold. Once they're gone, they're gone. And it's like it's almost like not NFT, but it's like its own rarity collection of like this was it. Now we're gonna. If there is gonna be another thing, it's gonna be a totally different look or totally different setup. I like it. Or just any other card game because I don't know if Hasbro would sponsor us after the last episode. I gotta be honest. Bro, they're kind of wild. Think about it. Do you think of kids' shows and what they actually talk about? And I mean, stuff like, yeah, I guess, like Transformers about? and stuff. It's wild. It's kind of kind of, it's kind of a little sketch, but, I mean, they make money. But we'll have to come around next week and tell you all about if we're going to collaborate with Uno. But we'll catch you in the next episode of No Fold, where I really hope we're in a studio because I'm done with your dogs. Goodbye, everybody.